When I woke up this morning, I heard a disturbing sound. I said when I woke up this morning, I heard a disturbing sound. What I heard was the jingle jangle of a thousand lost souls. I love God. You love God. What's wrong with you? I love God. You love God. What's wrong with you? Welcome back to yet another episode of Where Do We Begin? It's your girl D to the double E, J, aka Red Snapper. And it's your boy from the Another Mother. Holla at you. It's Jay Link. I'm in the building, of course. And it's another. I'm telling you, I made it another one. I made it to another one. Sabbath Saturday. Yes. It is another Sabbath Saturday, and I'm just ecstatic to pick up where we left off. Yes. You know, from the previous Saturday before. Remember to subscribe, though. Subscribe. Comment. Share. Like. Follow us on our social media sites. We are on social media sites. Yes. I mean, I guess the most high wanted us to go there. Right. So... We're on social media sites, so you can support us um, and listen to some of our podcasts that we will put on there. But we're definitely going to dive in. What are we going to dive in today? I know it's I know I know we're getting back to the same topic, but tell us. So it is our removal from the modern day traditional church part two, because we didn't get to finish last week. So I hope you're ready. It's the second week of the new year. That's right. Right? I hope you're ready. I hope you're ready to dive in. I I don't know if you're driving on the road. I don't know if you're working out. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know. But are you ready to receive? Exactly. Because you have to be in a mindset that's ready to receive. You got to receive. All right. You got to decrease. Wow, the most high increase. Right. In order for you to hear him. And I know it's me and Jay talking, but he's using us. See, Yah's using us to bring this to you. Because he's, it's about time. Right. It's time. hmm Okay. So let's just recap. Last week, we talked about the meaning of church. Right. Then we dived into what is an assembly. We learned that church is actually 
just a assembly. And right. we learned that it's also one who is called. Right. Right. Ones who are called. That's right. Yeah. So then we talked about who actually is going to lead the assembly. Yes. And I don't know if you remember, I hope that you spent the week in the book of Titus. Oh, yeah. I hope that you spent the week in First Timothy. Mm-hmm. I hope that this is what you did. I can only hope because I don't know because I haven't got to the end of this podcast. <laughs> That's right. But I'm going to get there today. So we're going to continue where we left off. And we were talking about who is supposed to lead the assembly. Right. So we can get into how do you recognize who, who's leading a false leader. Right. Because that's extremely important for your salvation. Extremely important. It's a key. So. I th- Let's dive in. Go right ahead. Oh, no. I was just going to say, if you hear your pastor saying, I need a $10,000 truck to do the Lord's work. Right. Because he knows Sister James just won the lottery. Right. Don't do it, Sister James. Do not give that man your money. Right. Now, if he doesn't know anything. And you decide to give him something. That's that's fine. That's well and fine. But wait a minute. Sister James, make your decision after we've gone ahead and helped you to determine if you have a false leader or not. Right. Right. That's right. I need a $10 million plane like today. I can't with you. <laughs> I mean, when I... When you woke I needed up? that. I mean, when I woke up, the- I needed that. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Let's talk Sorry. about new believers. Okay. New believers that are teaching. New. You've gone through seminary school. You're super excited. That's where we left off. That, yeah, we did leave off there. You're ready to just go ahead and get on up there and just preach and get your name on out there. Slow it down. Right. Slow it down. Right. It takes a lot. Because remember, I told you, those people that are coming in are not people. Those are gifts from Yah. So, let's go ahead and jump in. New believers should become secure and strong in the faith before picking up any leadership roles in any type of assembly. Too often, we find assemblies in need and are desperate for workers. Okay. And you're so quick 
to put a new believer mm-hmm. in a place of position mm-hmm. and power. And that is a premature response to your desperate need to fill a position. Right. Slow it down. Sometimes, sometimes uh, leaders uh, position people. Right. Because of what they gave. Oh, well, they tied good. So oh, let's yeah. go ahead and let them teach Sunday school. Right. They, they, they want to be a Sunday school teacher. Let's let them be a Sunday school teacher. Right. Or just a teacher in general. Right. You're not really a Sunday school. I'm going to teach they, Bible study. Right, right. Mm. And you, you have people there who are, are filled with the spirit. Right. But are not recognized. Mm. I mean, you, you can't discern the spirit because you're not a leader that is looking to discern the spirit. You ain't even spending time with your members. So how you even know anything? Right. Go sit down somewhere. Right. You don't know nothing. New faith needs time to mature. That's true. When you're new in the faith, yes, you should be placed in some type of service, not in leadership. Not right away. Sweep the floors. Right. Mop up the kitchen. Wash the pots. Be humble. Right. Hand out canned goods. The, the 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 leader shouldn't be shouldn't be too pressed to do that either. He should be doing that too. He should, you, exactly. If, he, if the oh, floor yeah. needs to be swept, the leader needs to be like, "Oh snap! Let me get the broom." Exactly. Lead by example. Jesus Jesus washed the disciples' feet, right when he seen them they were, they were dirty. That's right. Exactly. He's the ultimate leader. So we got to do the same thing. Until you, know? you see that. A new believer is firmly grounded in their faith and they've solidly changed their lifestyle mm-hmm. and they've delved deep into the knowledge of the word. Right. And they have this undeniable relationship with Yah. I mean, they coming to you and how you doing today? Oh, well, you know, you know, my day was, my day was good. You know, I had a good week and, mm. you know, everything was all right. I mean, am I having a mm-hmm. regular conversation with somebody at work? I mean, I'm going to a leader. Hey, you know, hey, you know, how you doing? How was your week? Oh, man, you'll never believe what y'all did for me on Tuesday. And then guess what y'all did on Wednesday? Mm-hmm. And I was so baffled by it. Right. That I said, oh, this must be a test. So I got to, ooh, oh, and man, you'll never believe what happened on Friday. Oh, yeah, I did. You, if you're not talking to me, and every single word is how good and great Yah is, and then mm. when I'm out in another place and I see you, and you over there helping somebody get across the street, you over there bringing bags up the stairs from the stranger, you just walk down the street, and I just seen you just... Well, who is that lady? Why is she bringing her bags inside? Mm-hmm. Just what is your character when you're not in front of your flock? Right. What is your character? What are you doing? Exactly. Young believers, please. You, there's no rush. Because what happens is you get put in this place of 
quote unquote power. Mm-hmm. And then your pride takes over because why well, done moved up to X, Y, and Z. And oh, my boy, he's still over there doing X, Y, and Z. Like you ain't really doing nothing. Right. You're not doing nothing. And you know what? I like to take a little example of when astronauts are flying up to space. Now they're in the space shuttle. And they look down to Earth. I don't know if you've ever watched NASA, the channel, okay. the space yeah. channel. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I used to be a Star Trek fan. Can't lie. You can't even see one person. Right. We are mere specks. Stop making yourself bigger than a speck. Mm. Be humble. Mm-hmm. No, that's right. Your pride is, is, is too big. Your head's blown. You're like a volcano erupting. But, listen, I could talk about eruptions all day. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> Pride can seduce your emotions. Right. And cloud your judgment of reason. Remember that, young, young, new believers. Remember that. This is uh, I think I think when when you you talk about that not when I think but when I, from what I know and the the downfalls of right. most leaders are they don't and you know sometimes I I I think I I need to do a better job especially is in in prayer you mm. know um so Leaders don't show their young people right. how to truly fast and pray. Oh, ain't that the truth? And be patient. Mm-hmm. You know, not not to say that you're being patient like thirty five years, and you're you but you've you're well you're well learned now. You know what I mean? And they're still trying to stay in power. You know what I mean? They're like almost like Saul. They're trying to be a king and there's no need to. There's time to move on. But right. what I'm saying is some of the simplest things like prayer. Now, I, I know people go out there. They do they do prayer over the phone or they do prayer in uh, together. But prayer for that individual. Show them how to to kneel before the most high show them how right. to how to go into a closet yes. in a, a quiet place yes. and just be there in the presence of the most high you know right. show them how to worship you know because a lot of a lot of youth is is afraid mm. of lifting their hands or right. kneeling i mean this is why i say in ser- mm. i think in services you know, it's hard for people to truly express themselves because number one, there's benches there. Right. I don't, I don't believe there should be benches. If you are looking to bow before mm. the Most High God, there should be no benches. Right? Why am I sitting on him? Why am I? Am I a king? Right. I mean, I know he says we're little kings and little, little, quote unquote gods. You know, right. tiny. Little we're G's. tiny. Yeah, we're little G's. Right. And little K's. But why do we have the privilege 
of sitting down. Why can't we cross our legs mm. and sit down? Old school way. Why can't we do that? Right. We need to sit down. Now, I know older folk, there should be like something for them so they can, you know, sit, you know. Right. And comfortability because, you know, they're getting old. And and you know what? Why can't we just go to that older folks home? Right. And do and do the service there or have church there or have a study there so they don't have to even get out of their bed. And they might even feel empowered to be like, I need to be amongst my people. I, gotta I mean, get there. I got to get there because they've seen the love. They've seen the patience. Right. The the undying support mm-hmm. for you, for them. Right. You know, it's it's the same vice versa. The old elders don't get enough attention and neither does the youth. Right. So it's all the in between that get all the attention and all this, you know, oh, I'm looking for you to do such and such, you mm. know, because you're in the same, you know, bracket as me right here. Right. But there needs to be the little steps, the prayer, the supplication of fasting and the and the the long and I don't want to say long hours. It's not long hours, but just uh, a long, a longing. Maybe that's what I'm looking for. A longing to be a part of the Most High's program. Right. So, you know, everything that you were saying to me is spot on. Right. Thank you. Yes. So we also have to remember that with being prideful, comes being conceited. Yeah. We all know that that was the devil's downfall. That was the devil's downfall. You know? And he took what? Probably about a third. A third of the angels, yeah. Of the angels were him. Mm-hmm. They were all conceited and prideful. I don't, I don't In front of, yeah, still. I couldn't even grasp why they would do that. We know it all. We don't have it all. Right. Think about that. So, if the devil can do it, oh, it's easy for a man, man meaning man or woman, to be tempted with pride and conceitedness. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's very easy. But remember, with that pridefulness, mm-hmm. you also become easily influenced. Oh, yeah. Mm. And that's sad. That, that's another thing. Leaders, they don't stay strong. Mm-hmm. They start to conform to the what's hip. I, I want to say principles. They start conforming to the principalities of the world. Right. So, you know, for example, um, um, what's a good example that I've seen? Just with music in itself, they'll bring a secular... Uh, secular i mean i i can't talk about secular artists because i don't know exactly what their spiritual life is but 
<laughs> there were because some they're songs popular that yeah. I was like, I could twerk to this. Right. I could drop a little to the flow. Yeah, they, they'll bring that too, like secular beats. And I ain't even heard the lyrics because right. I'm so into the beat. Right. Right. It's it's stuff like that that they conform to. The, um, What's another good... I mean, I don't even want to get into homosexuality because then, you know, that's, you know, I got to keep it real. I got to keep it raw. Okay. They conform to homosexuality. You you have people who are, who are unsaved. Right. Going because they have a gift. Of gabbing. Of gabbing. You have them preaching from the pulpit. And or they're in the they're they're in the uh, praise and worship team or they're in the choir or they're and playing you know. they're playing the drums or the organ or they're they're doing all they they have these people who are maybe you haven't even sat down with them because you're just they're you know like I well I need an organist I need a drummer right I I need singers. Right. You know, because you know, and me, yeah, it's a it's a production. Because you shouldn't even have the building. Exactly. You shouldn't even be owning that business. Yeah, y'all should be. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't a church; it's a business. Be right. real. Right. Okay. No, no, it's a they 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 you they're working it. You just as got a business. Yes, all types are. of people in your business, which you're allowed to have. No, no, you are. Because <laughs> it's a business. It's not an assembly. It's a business. Right. Stop it. Because be real. Because they're orchestrating. These things. It's not even like, oh, I need, uh, yeah, I need my quiet of sound just like this. Boom, boom. You know, this is not Beyonce's Coachella, you know, where you need all these, this fancy stuff. You don't, you don't need all that stuff. You know what I mean? God could use just you. Right. To sing. He said, we don't even need that. In the word, it says it. Um, I might have to look it up, but you, you don't need a whole choir in order to give God praise. You it just need, you just need one person who is solely dedicated to that and is not living contrary to the word right. of God. Right. And, and that's the, the other thing. And this is why people in churches or these ministries, not to say that some of some of them are prosperous, but like I, like I've told uh, many of people, we don't know how they, what they went about to get this what they had to do, what underlining things they may have to done. Or maybe they just grew a church that big or they had a following that big. That's cool. Maybe that person is actually called that, by God. That, that, that's, that's true. <laughs> maybe that, your stuff is suffering because you're not called. That, that's true, too. That's true, too. But a lot of people. Because if he wants you to have it, he going to give it to you. And right. you ain't got to ask for it. Right. But a, a lot of people have itchy ears as well. Right. So they go to the popular thing. You know, of what course I mean? they want to be seen on the camera. Ooh, girl, did you see me in the five and in, in, uh, pew number five? Yes, girl. I was there. I had the yellow hat. Right. Right. So pastor don't even know your name. You've been going there for 10 years. Right. He don't even know you, girl. Sit down. He's being like, I've met you before. I mean, this is this is what I'm saying. I don't. Jesus knew every. Well. Jesus is God, so he knows every single person, regardless, before it was before you were born and after. 
Right. Those who are after you, you know, who your kids are going to be. He already knows. So, I mean, he already had relationships. He already has relationships with all of us. Or that's for you. His hands are, his arms are open for anyone to have a relationship with him. But you have to put aside. I know people who, who live certain lifestyles may have gone through some things. And I'm not, listen. Of course you have. We all have. Yeah, We're in America. Exactly. We're all, we've all Especially gone through things. If you're in America, you've gone through some stuff. Right. If you're in any third world country, you've gone through some stuff. Right. And this is this is not to say that, hey, one sin is greater than the other. No, it's not. Right. One sin is not greater than the other. You know, if I'm I'm sitting behind this mic and I'm a murderer, I'm going out there and murdering people. That <laughs> I'm just as count, accountable as anyone else right. who has sinned. So what I'm saying is that you have to examine yourself before you even take the step to be like, well, I have a talent and a gift, you know what I mean? And going before, you know, um, God's people, you know, because you don't want any spirits being released through your gift. Because that could happen too. A lot of people don't understand that just through your gift, things could be released. You know, and if you're not, if you're not conscious enough or not conscious, but if you're not, uh, what's the word? Um, sorry enough or um, convicted enough mm. when you hear the word come from that leader. To be like, I need to change my lifestyle, my You're life. You're not convicted. You know, it, and, it, and it all depends on the leader, too. Because if the leader is into I mean, the leaders don't even know their name. Oh, right. yeah, the leaders could be into foolishness. Right, exactly. If the leader people and all types of things. Oh, you Catholics. So. Any Catholics <laughs> listening? Oh leave God. a comment. <laughs> if, a, you're in a, if you're in a, a what, are, what are they called? A cathedral? Not a cathedral. If you're in a parish. Oh, and one of the parishes, yeah. Where, yeah, 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 bishop, I don't know, whatever y'all call him, uh, out there just, you ain't got to name the parish, but you know what's happening. They have reverends. To the choir boys. Stop it. They have reverends, fathers. If you're in, if you're in a, a, (sighs) if you're in an African-American church, and your leaders into foolishness, you ain't got to name the church. Leave a comment. Right. And be like, I understand. Right. Leave that place quick, fast, and in a hurry. And this is where our journey, this is where our journey began. This is, right. we're leaving the traditional, we left the traditional church because of the things that were going on. Right. So we talked about what a church an assembly leader, a.k.a. an elder. We mm. talked about not overworking your volunteers. Let's dive just a little bit into deacons. Because deacons, in the word, is considered one who serves. Because being a deacon is just as important as being an elder. Well, yeah. In fact, a deacon is an elder. 
That's wow. what they that's what they are. Their their elders their qualifications better resemble an elder. That's for sure. No, that listen, I'm I'm gonna tell you this right now. And God told me this. The most high told me this. He said, An elder is not really someone who's older. Right. An elder is someone who is solid in my word. So you could be you could be twenty and be solid, like hands down, solid in God's word. Like absolutely, and be an elder. That's that's just how God. That's how God views it. He doesn't view it by age. We view things by age. Now, now <clears throat> he doesn't. He doesn't live in the same like mindset and realm as us. In that sense, the Most High is like, of course, billions of years ahead of us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. He's just like way ahead of us. He's unlike. He's unlike. You know, an elder could be whomever. I agree with you 100%. Yeah. So, in regards to a deacon Mm -hmm. and a new believer. Right. But are you asked to serve in the same capacity? No, you shouldn't. Because as a deacon, you should have high qualifications. And deacons need to be chosen very carefully. Very carefully. The deacon should not be in the hallway sweeping the floors. No. While service is happening. That that's a fact. In fact, he should their attention needs to be on the message. That or he should be teaching the message. Right. You got deacons that aren't even being used. Right. Because people don't really know if you if you read the Bible's definition of a deacon, he is actually what we call a modern day pastor. Just as important. Yeah. He's a pastor. He's actually a pastor. Right. That's what a deacon actually is. If you look at the qualifications that are written in the word, he's really a pat what pastors are doing is what they're just deacons. To I'm me, that's just, how I see them. I'm just giving out the names of all the positions, hon. Right. No, no, no. I hear you. Okay. Okay. But I'm just saying through the word, if right. we go through the word, you'll see that they're more than just what they have them doing today. Like I said, they're Absolutely. not even, it's the modern, it's modern day church. That's why I call it even the bishops, the bishops I mean, have, have one church. They're supposed to oversee many churches and they're supposed to be teaching the deacons how to stay on track. And not get sidetracked. That's what a bishop's supposed to do. He's just supposed to go from church to church, teaching, reteaching, or making sure every every church that is under him is preaching the same thing, and is not preaching any other doctrine but the unadulterated doctrine of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yeah, Yeshua. Absolutely. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So let's talk about the women. Let's talk about the women, the women in church, the, the the mothers, the deacons, the deaconess, sorry, the first ladies, the wives. Let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. If you are a female leader, mm-hmm. a cult one, your behavior should be 
of a prominent woman within the assembly. Your responsibilities should go blameless. And you should be just as responsible Mm -hmm. with the same burden as that of a man. Mm -hmm. You do not have a right to criticize another individual, which women find themselves doing also often. Mm -hmm. You don't have that right or that authority. So often it's the women in the place of assembly Mm -hmm. that are bringing the assembly down. Mm -hmm. Why are you trying to make someone feel bad for what they're wearing? Trying to make someone feel bad for the amount of work that they do or don't do? Trying to make someone feel bad because they came up with an idea that you didn't come up with? Save all of that foolishness for home right save it for work it should not be allowed within the assembly and if you're doing it you should not be in a place of leadership right you're a regular person with regular thoughts and opinions that are not that of god You are speaking from your own heart, your own mind, and you're saying whatever you choose to say and thinking that this is how it's going to be, my way or the highway. Some of you women in leadership need to check yourself. Mm -hmm. Everything is not your way if it's of yeah. Stop that. Just keeping it real. Right. Giving it to you raw. That, that's, that's facts. You're on your cycle. You about to flip out, flip out on everybody up in the assembly. Don't even go to church. Don't even go to the assembly. You, my sister, need to stay home. Because your hormones is on a thousand. And nobody wants to be bothered with that unclean spirit. Hmm. It's unclean. You know you don't feel right. Stay at home. No one's going to judge you Mm -hmm. because you didn't enter the assembly. Matter of fact, a lot of them places, nobody's going to miss you. They're going to be glad you stayed at home, especially if you're in there being a tyrant. (laughs) Just keeping it real, giving it to your hundred. That's funny. (laughs) I'm I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm glad that you mentioned that. Well, we got to talk about it. We got to talk about all the different types of leaders. I'm glad you mentioned that because I was just about to, I was about to say, but you, you mentioned it way before I could even, even mention it is that most, most women in assemblies, if she is on her period, she should stay home. She should stay home. She shouldn't, whether you're a leader or not, you, you should, you should stay home that week and let the cycle complete itself. And um, then I think you, you have to stay in If it falls on another Sunday, you well the end of your cycle falls on another 
day that y'all meet together, you should also stay home until you're fully cleaned out. You should do that. That that those are facts. It will it will actually you you'll see the improvement just within the <clears throat> congregation. You'll see the improvement on on um just the spirit moving throughout the congregation. Right. You you'll see the improvement if women did that. You see, we moved away from um what what we uh once used to do because num- number one, four hundred years slavery, right? Mm. Four hundred years of slavery killed us. You know, killed our traditions, killed our 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 t- real teachings. Uh, yes, our real teachings. True doctrine. True true doctrine. I mean, this is one of the reasons why our oppressors didn't want us to read. And has greatly separated us. Right. From the most high. As a people. And yeah. And as a people. Definitely. Definitely as a people. We're even scared to talk with, to one another. Right. I've talked to people. beyond like, do you want to go into the hood and, and pre? No. No. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Not going to do that. Just, no. The hoods of Chicago? No. Oh, no. Absolutely not. I'm afraid I'm going to get shot. We have. I had one pastor tell me. That she couldn't even be real. Mm. There was so much to say. And she felt like she couldn't even be real. And Mm. I'm saying to myself, I mean. Was Yeshua not real? He's 100 percent. He was 100. Was he not real? He was real raw, too. So are you really teaching or you're preaching? Or are you just blowing air? Mm. I don't know who they be talking to. But I think that that is a plus that you brought that up for women because women need to, men need to take the forefront in these type of issues and type of thing. That's what men in the church need to do. They'd be like, listen, women, if you're on your cycle, Stay home. Don't don't bother to come. Nobody. We're not going to, you know, nothing's going to change. I mean, so far from what I see in the church, nothing has really changed. It's the same. It's the same thing every every Sunday or it Saturday. Is. It's the same thing. Whatever day they meet, it's always the same. It has not changed. You mm. know, praise and worship in the morning. I mean, it changed a little bit because there used to be praise and worship in the morning and a couple of choir songs. We're not going to get into all the church okay. problems. All right. We can't do that on this episode. We don't have that much time. <laughs> well, you know, I just wanted to go in and, you know, I let know people you know that, you know, I've seen a couple of changes. Just a couple, but it's still basically the same. Right. You know. But so, that, that those are facts, though, hon. That's right. So let's go ahead and. Jump into the next, the next question. The next question is, well, how do I know if I'm under false leadership? Right. How do I know? Because some people don't have that type of discernment. I'm glad you're listening today. Let's go ahead and help you. Because it tells you right here in God's word. Uh-huh. The book of Titus. Like I said, I hope you read it. Chapter one. I'm going to need you to read the whole book of Titus so you can have a clear understanding. 
but I'm going to give you some. So. Okay. False teaching is just straight up simply confusing. They speak their misguided opinions Uh without checking them against the Bible. So you've gone to a teacher, a leader within your organ, your assembly, excuse me. Right. And you've told them something personal Mm. that maybe only a few people know. Maybe not even by anybody that even goes. It could be your sister who lives in Florida. You don't know. You only told him or her. Right. And so they start talking to you. And they ain't picked up the Bible not one time. They just simply spewing out just verses at you. Maybe they ain't give you no verses at all. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not going to help you. Right. You need somebody who's going to help you open your Bible, my sister. Did you bring it with you today? It's okay. I got one right here. Mm-hmm. Let me go ahead and pull it on out. We're going to turn to this. Yeah. You open this up when you feel like this. You you read this when you feel like this and, and, and dive it in. You know, they, they dive in with you. Right. They read a verse, you read a verse, they read a verse, you read a verse. This is a relationship. Right. Exactly. Trying to fix your transmission mm-hmm. so you can receive all that y'all has to give you. Right. If they're not doing that, that's a false teacher. Mm. I don't need your misguided opinion. I could call my sister in Florida for that. Right. I don't need your misguided opinion. Right. That's that right there. My sister is a false teacher. False teaching. I mean, there's a, just so many different things that even Jesus, Jesus brings up, Yeshua brings up um, just different things. Right. You're spot on, though. Okay. So other false teachers have evil motives. It's not of Yah. Right. It's of the devil. Let's just be real. Right. They pretend to be believers only because they want your money. Right. Which in turn equals additional business. Because I told you, it's not an assembly, it's a business. Mm-hmm. And you know where you at. You know if they asking, well, you want such and such to come to your house, you got to pay you at least, you know, $20 and you got to do X, Y, and Z if you want such and such to come. Are you kidding me? You got you to gotta fly them out. I can't get him to come here to pray for my mother who's dying? Mm-hmm. Are you serious? Right. And I've been a member of this church for what, three years, two years. It don't matter. Right. I got to pay you? You got to be kidding me. Well, that's why you, you're, you're supposed to have deacons. So you have... You're supposed to have multiple deacons in a in a in an assembly, so right. that they can go out and do those things. Because the apostles, they were like, "Yo, we got to go and start churches." That's what their their mission was to spread the gospel and uh, and do open up different churches right. or form different churches. So, 
Yeah, that's what you, you you're supposed to assemble other brethren that wants to stay, you know, that doesn't really want to go out like that and wants to stay there and make sure that, you know, people are taken care of while they're out doing the thing. Right. Talking about secretary talking about, well, you know, Pastor Paul is busy. They got a list of people they need to see. Starting from who pays the most tithes. They're going to get around to you eventually. Hopefully your mother won't pass by the time they get there. Right. Mm, ain't there that should, something? There should already be a surplus. Right. Yeah. And if you got a small congregation, you should be able to f- fly. Fly there. Fly. Fly. You should be able to fly there in a car. Out. Yeah, I'll be there in 15 minutes. More like give me 30 because I got to get ready. Mm-hmm. You should be able to just fly there. At the drop of a dime. Right. Mm. How about this? If your leader is feeling for power more than being a leader in the church. Well, y'all know we got to collect this money because I'm trying to get on. What's the, um, the broadcast channel? The broadcast channel? Yeah, the the worship broadcast channel. Oh, uh, you got the Word Network. Right, the Word. And TBN. Well, we need to take up a special offering to get on the Word Network. Um, How many offerings are you going to take? Just to be your face seen on TV. Because you're looking at the back of the congregation's head. Mm. So it's all about you. I'm not on it. Right. What you doing? What are you doing? If your leader's so into just being in power, they dictating everything. Well, you know we got to do it like this. Well, you know we got to do it like that. Well, you know you're supposed to wear this. Well, you know you're supposed to wear that. Are you worried about that more than you're worried about my soul being in jeopardy? Mm -hmm. Because I'm about to go out tonight. I'm about to turn up. <laughs> you ain't even asked me. Wow. What you got going on tonight? Mm-hmm. You ain't even asked me. I was thinking about stopping by. Because you don't care. You trying to dictate everything in that one little business that you're not even worried about the souls. That is not your job. Those are gifts that Yah has given you to put crowns on your head when you're gone from this earth you don't want it you want your gold crown now you want your jewels now you want your red bottoms now you want your louis Vuitton now you want your gucci now you want everything right now you want your big house right now you want your car right now you want everything right now i need it right now i need to show off right now I'm supposed to be X, Y, and Z. I'm supposed to have done this with my life. Uh huh. Man, listen. He opened so many doors and we ain't even obedient enough to fall through. You could have been there. Right. But you stopped your blessing a long time ago because you scared. Now you just out there running a business. Stop. Right. I, I, I'm sitting here and I'm looking, I'm looking through, uh, couple of scriptures and I, I wanted to I wanted to throw second John 
chapter one. Right. Verse 10. I, I wanted to throw that out there. I know you have verse nine. I, I didn't know. No, I have all of second John. Oh, you got all of second John? Oh, yeah, John? I want to play that. Oh, okay. You want to play right now? Uh, I didn't know when you wanted to play it, but. Uh, you ready? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely ready. The book of second John. Greetings. This letter is from John the Elder. I am writing to the chosen lady and to her children, whom I love in the truth, as does everyone else who knows the truth, because the truth lives in us and will be with us forever. Grace, mercy, and peace, which come from God the Father and from Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, will continue to be with us who live in truth and love. Live in the truth. How happy I was to meet some of your children and find them living according to the truth, just as the Father commanded. I am writing to remind you, dear friends, that we should love one another. This is not a new commandment, but one we have had from the beginning. Love means doing what God has commanded us, and He has commanded us to love one another, just as you heard from the beginning. I say this because many deceivers have gone out into the world. They deny that Jesus Christ came in a real body. Mm. Such a person is a deceiver and an antichrist. Watch out that you do not lose what we have worked so hard to achieve. Be diligent so that you receive your full reward. Anyone who wanders away from this teaching has no relationship with God, but anyone who remains in the teaching of Christ has a relationship with both the Father and the Son. If anyone comes to your meeting and does not teach the truth about Christ, don't invite that person into your home or give any kind of encouragement. Anyone who encourages such people becomes a partner in their evil work. Conclusion I have much more to say to you, but I don't want to do it with paper and ink, for I hope to visit you soon and talk with you face to face. Then our joy will be complete. Greet. Yes. So, so, so one of the things I, that stuck out to me in uh, Second Second John chapter one, of course, is is the fact that you, if you're living in truth, you you love. Right. You're sinning if you're supporting a false teacher. Just so you know. Yeah. It said it right there. You said it right there. Because you're entertained by the foolishness. That's sin. If anyone comes to me, okay. Anyone who encourages such people becomes a partner in their evil work. Mm. So encouraging encouraging foolishness, as we like to say it. Right. Or encouraging uh this false teacher. This false uh persona of holiness. Because they out there. Secretary because that's what everything. that's what it looks like. It's it's a false persona of holiness. Mm-mm-mm. You know they got the they got the preaching voice you know they walk a certain way they have all these armor bearers you know escorting them to the to the front of the front of the church a form of godliness denying the power thereof right and there's people who do it 
who do it in small churches. And it's like, what? You only got like three people and you got all this <laughs> stuff going on. I don't what understand that. Stop it. I don't understand that. You really, you and you really have to take in consideration, especially, especially if people are saying, oh, you're called. Oh, my goodness. Oh, you're called. You oh, got yeah. the gift. You got the gift. You don't know nothing. Go sit down somewhere. You ain't a prophet. I mean, you got all sorts of people coming up to you, say, telling you that you're called. So you begin to believe it. Now, you know, the enemy, he could, he could make anything mm-hmm. sound good. He could make the, you know what I'm saying? He could turn, he's an right. angel of light. And you ain't so heard y'all looks, tell you not one time. Right. You're supposed to be up there. You're supposed to be up there. Stop it. Go sit down. Because you know love don't flow in your heart like that. Right. You're you, not you're you not still patient. mad. You still mad at something that somebody did to you five 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 years ago. Right. Yo, go sit down. You 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 you're not supposed to you're be not, you're not you you shouldn't be up there. You shouldn't be up there because you're given a false persona. Right. That same type of spirit will fall upon the flock. Exactly. It's not right. a it's not a joke, guys. Like a wildfire. Yeah, it's not a joke. It's like a real it's a real thing. Real. And if you're not strong enough, if you're not strong enough or if you have not been Eating the word, you're going to fall right into it. You're going to fall right. The congregation, you're going to be like, oh, my goodness. You know, blah, 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 blah. You know, such and 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 You fall right into it. I heard such and such. I can't. I'm not going to forgive her. Be quiet. I'm not going to forgive him. Still mad. Still angry. What are you doing? What are you doing? False persona of holiness. Let's you got to be, be careful. You got to be careful. You can recognize a false teacher if they focus too much attention on themselves more than Christ. If they ask you to do something that will compromise or dilute your faith. If they de-emphasize the divine nature of Christ. Right. And if they de-emphasize the word of God. You know, and you know... One more, one more. Oh, okay, go ahead. And if they urge believers to make decisions based on human judgment, more than prayer or the word, false teachings. Go ahead. So, you know, I believe I believe that that's where a lot of these bylaws come from. Right. Is human um, interpretation. Of scripture and it's not the spirit of God interpreting the scripture for them. Exactly. They're not using any form of wisdom. They're not even being diligent in their word. They're not praying before they even speak about the thing. They're not asking the most high. They're not even praying with you. Exactly. Mm, Stop. They'll pray with you in front of the church. Right. <laughs> In front of people. But when it comes to being behind closed doors. They'll tell you, sister, I'm going to pray about it. What are you talking about? If you pray with me right now, the Bible says where two or more are gathered. Right. He's there. Exactly. So you, so these teachers, and I believe the reason why we have a lot of these teachers now is because we have gone to these universities. Right. And these universities are run by um, not the promised people. No, they're not. 
The promised people have been enslaved 400 years. 400 years. And it's time for them to reunite with their family. Exactly. That that's that is who is the promised people. And I could care less of how many people is like, oh, that sounds like, you know, black power type stuff. No, it's not. It's the truth. It's facts. If you read the word there there in in in, in Genesis chapter four. Mm. I, bet I mean you Genesis chapter Somebody's 13. regretting right now that it taught somebody how to read. Exactly. You're regretting right now that you made them free. You're regretting it right now. Mm. Too late. Too sorry, too late. See, they didn't wake up. Our, everybody. Our, our oppressors didn't think that we were going to to learn anything from this. All the people. They didn't think we were going to take the Bible seriously. They're like, oh, they, they even made up stuff like, oh, how can we believe the Bible when it's written by a man? They made that up so we can start thinking like that. Mm. When the scripture tells us that everything written there is inspired by the spirit of God. Right. So how can it be? written by a man it's just written through a man but it's all god's spirit jesus's word everything and diluted yes it's diluted for their own personal pleasure and gain right but if you read it like i've asked you to last saturday and i hope that you've added that to your resolution i hope so that you will begin to clearly see and I will add other books this isn't the only one because I got to give it to you real and I got to give it to you raw that's what I got to do right so that the dilution can finally be solidified right well so, I just want you to know. So, our, oh, I was going to say, are we going to speak on our journey, how we. Man, we, we, we just don't have time. Well, we, can, we could quickly tell them real little, a little itsy bitsy bitsy part. Right. Just as something. I think we should just save that for the next time because we need to really tell them how they need to study. Okay. That's true. So stay tuned into next Saturday. So you can learn on how to study because sitting out of a false teacher has probably made you weak in and your growth. Listen, I don't want to say all all of them are false teachers. Oh, either, no, by all means. Absolutely but, not. But there's a lot out there. Yes, there is. And you got to use the spirit to discern it. But anyway, I got to go give ahead. it to you. So. I'm just going to end with before J. League ends us out. Right. If you are a believer, Mm -hmm. you must be grounded by the truth of the living word. Right. Do not be swayed by a powerful false teacher. Mm. And they're out there. That could lead you to tragic circumstances. Some of y'all have already probably lost someone very important to you because you tried your very best to raise your baby in the church. Mm-hmm. 
but the teaching was wrong. <clears throat> Lord have mercy. Right. I pray for you right now. That's right. Mm-mm-mm. Your baby could still be here if you had the right teachings. Mm. They don't know. False teachers, you have a price to pay. Now I'll try to help you. I hope you fix it. There could be hope for you, but I'm not here to judge. Go ahead, Jay. Before we leave, make sure you subscribe. Share, comment, like. And if you know somebody, if you know somebody that is in a church, please tell them what you just learned today. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you. We thank you for all that you're doing. We just ask you, Lord Father, to keep us, to allow us to be humble. Yes. Open our hearts, soften it. And just continue to show us the way that we might go. We ask you in Yahshua's name. In Yahshua's name, we pray. We pray.